Listen, all you New Yorkers. Is the 77 WABC minicast. Good morrow, everybody. This is the other side of midnight. There's a couple things that I follow. I follow the criminal justice system and things that I think are unjust within the criminal justice system. I also follow the whims of the Twitter mob and public personalities falling over themselves to bow to the whims of the Twitter mob. I have to tell you, there is a case which, for the better part of a year, I have not been following at all, that I think is a textbook example of both aspects of what I just described. And it has to do with an actor from that 70s show. Telling you. The government has a car that runs on water, man. They just don't want us to know, because then we'd buy all the water. Then there'd be nothing left to drink but beer. And the government knows that beer will set us free. That is Danny Masterson. Danny Masterson is now a convicted rapist. And he has been sentenced to 30 years to life in prison for... Two rapes. Here was the uh, assistant DA, Reinhold Mueller, saying he's happy for the victims' families in this case. Here's Mr. Mueller. I'm very happy for the victims because this was a day that they had been looking forward to and they got their justice. It was a long time coming. That's first and foremost. Um, but also um, being very thankful uh, for the jury to come to kind of see through everything and uh, recognize what the evidence is and that this defendant needed to be held accountable. His lawyer, Masterson's lawyer, not surprisingly, says, stop me if you've heard this one before, says he didn't do it. Mr. Masterson did not commit the crimes for which he has been convicted. And we and the appellate lawyers, who are the best and the brightest in the country, are confident that these convictions will be overturned. Now, I have to tell you, because Danny Masterson is not really somebody that I ever paid any attention to, I didn't pay attention to this case. And shame on me, but I've got a lot of things to pay attention to. I'm not making excuses, but up until, I'd say, a week ago, I didn't pay any attention to this at all. But this case has so many different aspects that I am interested in. It's got Scientology and religion and uh, anti-religious bigotry. It's got uh, Me Too stuff. It's got cancel culture stuff. It's got Hollywood stuff. And I have to tell you, I think... Now, so let me give you some of the color here. Prosecutors argued that Masterson, who's 47 years old now, had relied on his status as a prominent Scientologist to avoid accountability. Judge Charlene Olmedo allowed the victims of his crimes to read impact statements in court ahead of his sentencing. Prominent former Scientologist and actress Leah Remini attended Thursday's hearing and comforted the women before and after they delivered their statements. One of the women said... I wished I had reported him earlier to the police. Another woman told Masterson, I forgive you. Your sickness is no longer mine to bear. 
Masterson remained silent throughout the hearing. As the judge read his sentence, the maximum penalty allowed, his wife, Masterson's wife, Bijo Phillips, was seen in court breaking down in tears. So Masterson was found guilty in May at a retrial after the first jury was unable to reach a verdict last year. Following his conviction, Masterson was deemed a flight risk and was taken into prison custody. The actor was convicted after three women testified that he had sexually assaulted them at his Hollywood home from 2001 to 2003 during the height of his television fame. The jury heard testimony that he had given them drugs before he assaulted them. He was found guilty of rape against two of his three accusers. The charges brought by the third accuser were declared a mistrial, and prosecutors said they don't plan to retry the case. Uh, I want to be very clear. I have no sympathy for rapists at all. But in looking at the facts of this case, it looks like there is almost no evidence at all that he raped these women. It looks to me like the only evidence is the testimony of these women. Now, maybe that's compelling and certainly worth considering. So I said, let me actually go and see what these women said. Well, here's the testimony of a Jane Doe who testified here. On the basis of whom, uh, of her credibility, this actor... And it doesn't matter that he's an actor. I don't care that he's an actor. But this person just got sentenced to 30 years in prison. This is the credibility. Her credibility is absolutely at stake here. Initially, she told police her 2002 encounter with Danny Masterson was consensual. Then, in 2018, she concluded it was actually rape. Seems a little confusing. Let me read you a portion of the testimony here. The uh, this is the cross examination. So your recollection is the question, lawyer. So your recollection of September 2002 is still very detailed, correct? Jane Doe, correct. And it's your contention that Masterson raped you in 2002. No, that's not the word I would use. Is it your position that he did not rape you? No. Is it your position there is some word between there? Mine? You're the only person I'm going to be talking to today. Do you remember the name Officer Schlegel? You talked to a male officer at Hollywood Police Department. Did you tell that officer that you had consensual sex with Masterson in 2002? Yes. You were truthful about that? To my understanding? Again, I'm only interested in your point of view. Then, to my understanding, yes. So in 2004, your position was that the sex in 2002 was consensual, correct? Has your, then there was an objection. Has your opinion changed? Answer, yes. Question, when? Answer, 2018. So in, uh, the, the lawyer says, so in 2018, you come to the conclusion that, in fact, Masterson did, in fact, rape you in 2002. Answer, no. Now, I can't believe they convicted this guy. I really can't. 
The above Jane Doe, who who testified in court and got this guy 30 years to life in prison, received $400,000 from Masterson in 2004. She then went on to collaborate with two other Jane Doe's, including one who was in a relationship with Masterson from 1997 to 2002 and who concluded in around 2011 that an encounter from 2001 had actually been rape. The jury was hung on the charge that Masterson raped a girlfriend once in year four of their five-year relationship two decades ago, but they convicted on the other two charges. Last year, the case had resulted in a mistrial. One thing that changed in the second trial, because then I kind of went down a rabbit hole on this case. Why was the last case a mistrial, and why was this one a guilty verdict? One thing that changed in the second trial is the judge allowed prosecutors to directly allege Masterson, quote, drugs his victims to gain control, even though he wasn't charged with anything related to drugging. And the judge openly said, quote, there is no evidence he drugged the accusers. The judge allowed every, quote, unquote, victim to make a victim impact statement, including... The ex-girlfriend, Masterson, was found, was not, excuse me, was not found guilty of raping, who now self-describes as a rape and cult survivor after her husband, the lead singer of the Mars Volta, convinced her she'd been raped. She got to make a victim impact statement, even though he wasn't found guilty of raping her.